This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. People are strange. Is strange. Something strange. Is that strange? That is strange. Strange. That is strange. Well, that is strange. This is strange. Strange. Whitney, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this is long overdue. This is long overdue. It is. Sorry. The baby. She takes up a lot of my time. You know what? <laughs> that dang old baby. No, I'm just kidding. But like this was a topic that we had discussed in one of our first paranormal shows, right? Back in the day. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So and this I remember when you called in, it might have been the first time you ever called in. I think so, because I was nervous to call in for a long time. And you just freaking unloaded it. And we're just like, wow, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up. Hold on now. So, yeah, this is a story about a curse that happened on your street that you grew up on. I guess just tell me about uh, what's the curse of 49th Place. Okay, so I was born and raised in a little town in Florida, in South Florida. It's a suburb of Fort Lauderdale. It's called Cooper City. Um, I grew up on a cul-de-sac that has like I don't know, 30 houses on it. Nothing crazy. And every couple of years growing up, a 19-year-old boy passed away. And it started at the beginning of the street and it worked its way all the way down to the end of the street in the cul-de-sac, which is where I lived. And okay. I grew up. So like, hold up, hold up right there. So this, <laughs> this curse is every couple of years you had a 19 year old boy die and yes. that 19 year old boy who died just happened to live on your street. Yeah. Right. And when I looked at the photo on this and we'll get into the presentation, and all that stuff, but uh, I totally forgot that it went sequential down the road. Like it was like the freaking Grim Reaper just going house to yeah. house. Are you there? Yeah. <laughs> Come on out, boy. You know what I mean? Like I forgot about that fact. And I was like, ooh, that's creepy. Yeah. Well, and the the weird thing is, is um, I'm sensitive to what ghosts and stuff like that. So yeah. when I was growing up, my mom said that I would sleep in her bed all the time. And I would run in her bed and say, the Indians are coming. The Indians are coming. And I remember hearing very vivid dreams and you know how the Indians have the war chant and when they're going to war, they're like, Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. And yeah. they all have the drums and they're making the noises. Yeah. And stuff. I do that before my- I make love to my wife. <laughs> Same thing. It's weird. I don't know. It's, it's a weird thing. Gets me amped up. <laughs> Lucky Tiffany. <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs> so, uh, we, when I was little, I, I used to have this dream reoccurring dream all the time and I was scared to death. slept in my parents room and it was coming from the end of the street towards my house and i heard it all the time but again my mom just thought you know well you have a very vivid imagination so it's just you know you're being a little kid so she didn't think much of it but going forward all of a sudden all these people started passing away from random things so the first one the first story happened in 1986 i think Okay. So a little bit about Cooper City. Cooper City was built in the 50s. 
mm-hmm. but really had a boom in the 70s because uh, Morris Cooper, the man who built Cooper City, posted in the New York Journal that he had this little town for sale. So all these people came down and made Cooper City uh, what it is today, which is um, this nice area to grow up in, but it's like, very expensive. All the schools are really good. So it's expensive to live there these days. But uh, so the street that I grew up on, all the people pretty much still live there. Um, the parents of the people who lost their children are still there and I still mm. see them. And okay. we're very, still very connected. Um, so the first, the first death was Christy Shafrey and Peter Tersini. So Christy Shafee went to the Broward County Fair. There's a huge fair. It's a carnival fair where they have the carnival rides and carnies, you know. Oh, yeah. And it's a great time. Everybody goes. People from all over come. So Christy was on a ride and the ride broke. And unfortunately, she passed away. Oh, that's right. It is really sad time. I was very young at the time. I was two. So I don't remember this. But um, so she passed away and the boyfriend of her was Peter Tersini and he had a morning party where they go and like you know after the funeral everyone goes back to the house and they all all the friends hang out yeah mourn the loss of their loved one and stuff so his father was a police officer and it was Thanksgiving weekend and he was out of town and he had his best friend go upstairs with him and he said I I don't want to live anymore and his best friend shot him he had his best friend shoot him yeah, and a girl ran in the room right as it happened and put her hand in front of the bullet. The bullet went through her hands. Oh my but god! Yeah, well, I mean, very- like, so this uh, this friend did he? This was like a freaking because I could never do that to my friend. You know what I mean? Like, if Dave was like, <laughs> "Dude, I want you to shoot me." Like, I'd be like, "Sorry, dude." Uh, uh, I feel like we're going to the hospital. Yeah, <laughs> and we're getting all the- out of this house. We're leaving. Right? Yeah, bad decision. <laughs> Okay. Um, he went to jail. The man went to jail. He's out now and he lives out in the Midwest somewhere. I'm sure to give away from the memories of that, obviously. But so yeah, now so. was this was this kid who died? Was he 19? Yes. OK, so was this all the, the first the story? Are. Well, so the first girl who died in the carnival, was she 19 as well? She was younger, but she doesn't live on my street. It's okay. her death that catapulted his death. But gotcha. she doesn't. Street. She's just a part of the story to explain where the party on you know the street comes from that time. Okay. So uh, a couple years later, going across the street was a kid. I don't know much about this. And my mom doesn't really remember anything about the story other than that. The 19 year old boy was in the shower and had a heart issue and passed away in, in the house. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah. And those, both of those parents moved off the street and the first house where Peter Tosini passed away no one lives there for very long. <laughs> oh, really? And, yes. Because and of like a ghost or something or just like. I 100% think that house is haunted. Yeah. And when we go on the ghost tour of my street, we're going to hang out there for a little bit because I okay. really. Yeah, I really think that that house is haunted and it, it. I mean, come on, people move in. It's a very expensive place to live. You buy a house, you move in, you renovate it and you move out within a year. It was yeah, sold right? twice and then sold every two years for a little bit like so hold up here so, i'm gonna i'm gonna pull up this uh presentation okay okay and i want to show everybody uh the street that you're talking about here because yes, i took oh sorry this is the actual road right yes so uh the 
cul-de-sac is where I live. I live at the end of the street. And then the beginning of the street is where the beginning to passed away. Okay. So not that house, but the one on the other side of right yeah, here? number one. Number one, mm-hmm. right? Because these are the yeah. deaths. One, two, three, four, five, and then coming back to the four house is six. And she's the 19, she's the girl that passed and, and no one's passed away since. Okay. And so this was your house here, the pink star. Yeah. Your best yes. friend was the yellow star. And yes. then number one was the uh, the house where his friend shot him. And now you're saying that this yeah. house, super expensive, but people just, for some reason, they, they move in, move out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's a house like that uh, right down the road from me. It has like that circle, like Harry Potter window, you know, like really? we're yeah. hobbits <laughs> and no one stays there. It's like it's up for rent or up for sale every five years, four years. So, yeah, this one's weird because it has a really flat roof. We called it the movie theater roof. It was mm. it was really strange. Okay. All right. So he ended up dying. And what year was that, you said? Um, The boy who had the heart problem. Or, uh, sorry, the, the boy who was shot by his friend. What oh, year? He passed away in 1988. 1988. Okay. And then you said a couple years later in 90 or 91? I'm not quite sure the actual date of the one who passed away with the heart problem. I can't find anything about it, and my mom doesn't remember. So, okay. Um, and so that we don't was, have an exact. That was across the street from the number one house. Correct. Okay. Correct. So then, a few years later, which is 1997, you have a boy named Elliot Lay, and he was old enough to where I could hang out with him, but he was still like the older kid. But I actually knew who he was. I have memories with him, experienced childhood with him. So. He and his friends were driving to go camping in the Everglades and they were driving down uh, an alley and got into a car accident. So Alligator Alley is a straight shot all the way across the Naples and you drive through the Everglades. It's very rare that animals can come up because they have fences along the whole thing, but it does happen. And there's very few trees along it because you literally are driving through the Everglades. Okay. Um, So he was driving out in that area. I'm not sure if he was on Alligator Alley, but he was in that area. And the car hit a tree and he, unfortunately, they were in a, a truck, like a three person cab truck, you know, small truck. And he wasn't wearing his seatbelt and he flew through the windshield mm. and hit the tree. And he was alive until um, the paramedics got there and they unfortunately couldn't save him. So that was sad for the two other people who survived the car accident and had to be there with him. But um so that's his story. <laughs> okay. And then, yeah, so that's Elliot. And then two years later, we go to Jimmy. So Jimmy is a big part of my childhood. Um, and he was the tall, so tall many- guy in that photo, right? Yeah. I have so many memories with him. Let's see he if was I can such pull like, that up real quick. A big, goofy guy and had the biggest heart. Yep. He's the one standing in the back with the Cooper City shirt on. All right. There he is. Big old yeah. Jimmy. Yeah, that's Jimmy. So that's my front yard. That's my parents' house in the back. That was where we lived. That's kind of where all the people hung out. And yeah. we all were always in my front yard. You know what I uh, noticed? Because so, so this one's you here holding this Yorkie. Oh, or something. my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Braid it up, girl. We, we had just gone to the Bahamas for my birthday, and we decided to get our hair braided. We were so ridiculous. Right on. <laughs> Well, what I noticed is this this kid right here with the soda can is about to dump it on the kid with the bike. 
Yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And then everybody's looking at him like, you mother Like, why are you trying yeah. to do that? Yeah, don't be a little <laughs> shit. <laughs> okay. He's one of the younger brothers, so, you know, he's got to be live up to the younger brother name. Okay, and this, <laughs> this one didn't die? No. Shame. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So this is big Jim. He's, he's the one that's coming up next. Yeah. So Jimmy lived a couple of houses down the street from me and was my sister's best friend growing up. Um, he did some really funny things <laughs> in high yeah. school. He, he would call in bomb threats when we were supposed to take tests and clear the school out. So we that's funny. <laughs> Okay. Well, now you get in a lot of trouble, but back then it was, everyone was like, Ooh. like, yes, we're out of another test. Yeah. Thank you, Jimmy. Right. Like no exams, Ooh. but we all had to go stand in the hot field. So it was kind of a, but it was back then it was funny. Anyway. So he had a teal green Camaro with teal green rims. It was this old school Camaro that not many people had. And he had a loudspeaker in it. And he would drive out of the school and make fun of people walking and, or like, you know, mm. talk or play music out as a loudspeaker. He was just a big goofball and always the laughing, you. you know, like the fun guy. Pick up the pace there, Jelly Roll. Come on now. You know, that's, <laughs> yeah, okay, exactly. I get you. Gotcha. So my best friend, Gina, she moved away when we were 13. Oh, we're saved my life to this day. It's the worst day of my life. She, uh, well, not really, but it's up there. Um, her parents promised her a horse, so she left me. But she moved to the middle of Florida. And when she moved, he graduated high school and he decided he wanted to go and live with her and her family. So he moved into her house and lived in her room with her brother, who was like six at the time. And he secretly loved her and would write her love letters and buy her stuff. And he never gave them to her. It was really sweet when we found out afterwards. But so he's driving to sign up for college one day. And an old man doesn't stop at a stop sign and hits him on his motorcycle. And unfortunately, he didn't make it through that. So we lost Jimmy on August 2nd, which was really devastating. So that was in 2001. Um, I was still in school and uh, it was really bad because Gina's birthday is the next day. And he Mm. was in love with her and we found stuff that weekend. and It was a horrible birthday, but Moving on. So two years after Jimmy dies, my boyfriend, my high school sweetheart, um, he was in a car accident as well. And he lived across the street on the other side, um, closer to Gina's house. And he was driving down. He went out with the friends. Mm -hmm. So this is kind of a crazy story. So he was out with our friend named Eric. Eric's birthday the year before which was this weekend, they were celebrating Eric's birthday. The year prior, Eric had a hotel party for his birthday and his best friend and his girlfriend left the hotel and they got into a car accident and they both passed away. So it's a year forward and it's the year anniversary of these this couple's death. Mm-hmm. And so my boyfriend was going to come and visit me in Tallahassee, but he decided to stay back and you know be there for our friends. So they all go out partying and... They get extremely intoxicated. And one of the friends shows up that he didn't hang out much, but he shows up that night was overdosing on cocaine Mm. and no one wanted to take him to the hospital. So my boyfriend throws him in his truck and he wasn't even supposed to drive that night um, because I would have killed him if he did. And he ended up um, anyway. So he uh, 
throws the kid in the kid's truck and they're driving down the road. And this is a very small, narrow road in this little itty bitty part of Davie that's um, very rural. And there's lots of horse stables and farms around. So when you're driving down the road, there's no lights and it's very small. It's one lane each way. And there's a retention pond on one side. So if you live on the other side of the retention pond, you have to cross this little, they have little concrete bridges that are only wide enough for one car to get on mm-hmm. to get you to your property. Mm-hmm. So he's flying down the road going like 80, 90, trying to get this kid to the nearest hospital. And all of a sudden the car veers left, the, the tracks, the like car tracks just veer left and he goes head first into this concrete bridge Jeez. and the truck... Yeah, he was in a Chevy, Chevy Silverado stepside dual cab, you know, okay. a big truck. And the truck hit so hard that it smushed to the size of like a Volkswagen Beetle. Wow. Yeah. Okie so dokie. They both, they both perished. And um, that was obviously a horrible day for me in my life. Yeah, no, but, this is, uh, I mean, every single one of these so far is just like, gee, like, Personal, and the you, last, know, you know everybody, right? Yeah, the last five. I mean, I grew up with all of them. The first couple I didn't, they were too old. But you know, Elliot, I had memories with him. But Jimmy and Anthony, yeah, those two were very close to me. And then, so after Anthony passes away, at this point, we all know there's a curse on the street and that all these 19 year my brother was the last one to turn 19 and we live at the end of the street. So we were quite nervous about that. But mm-hmm. um Thankfully, he's alive and he helped put Wi-Fi in airplanes. So well, well, he's doing great. That's a crazy story by itself. I mean, uh, my brother's very smart. Brother's a hero, <laughs> sounds like. But yes. let's let's go back to this presentation real quick because. Um, okay. So this this whole uh, area here. So we just went through uh, one, two, three, and then are we at four yet? Or is that your boyfriend's Jimmy house? Is- Nope, Jimmy's four. Jimmy is four. So Anthony's five. Okay. So and then going. Uh huh. And then so going back to six. Then so we're almost done. Then we can kind of like walk through the uh, the pages here. Yes. Because this is a cool presentation that you have here. Oh, thank you. I got an A plus in uh, PowerPoint in college. Oh, (laughs) look at you. Okay. So Uh, like your your. so who who developed Wi-Fi? Your brother? No, he was he or Wi-Fi on planes. People. Yeah, he was part of the team of people that put it on airplanes. Okay. And so he did that and then you aced your PowerPoint. So that's that's a good uh <laughs> right on. <laughs> good comparison there, brother sister combo. <laughs> so yeah, my brother is very very smart. Um so after Anthony passed away a couple years later, Oh, after Anthony passed away, my street, my uh, two doors down the street from me, my best friend lived there and his mom had a little dog and she had puppies. And uh, Jimmy's mom got a dog after Jimmy passed away and they named the dog Jimbo. That was their nickname for Jimmy, but they couldn't call it Jimbo because it hurt too much. So they called him Bo. And uh, those two dogs had puppies. So Bo had puppies with Ashley, which is my sister and brother's name. Hmm. (laughs) And they gave me the oldest puppy, the firstborn, because I was so distraught over Anthony passing. And that's Maddie. And I had her for 17 years. And she was like, got me through it all. But so all these people are very connected to my life still to this day. 
Wow. Um, so anyway, so after Anthony passes away, uh, Lindsay was dating the mayor's son and they had a party. It was summer break. She was home from Tallahassee, staying at her mom's house and went to a party at the mayor's house. They went to go get pizza and she and her boyfriend decided to drive to go get the pizza. They were a little intoxicated. So they were pulling out of the uh, little shopping center where she worked and there's a canal. It's a big canal called the Griffin Road Canal, which the Indians back in the day used to paddle down to the Stranahan house in Fort Lauderdale and get their like trade their food and stuff. So it's this okay. canal has been around forever. Right. So that comes into play with, I believe, all the Indian energy. Uh, oh, so, gotcha. Did you guys ever um, find any wampum down there? Like lost wampum? What? I'm sorry? You know what wampum is? No. What is it? Yeah, it's like Native American money. You know, come on. Where's that wampum? Oh, sorry. I don't, I don't know. know. I, I just, <laughs> I heard that term once. Talk. I thought it was, I thought everybody knew what it was, but maybe not. No. Sorry. I thought it, it was like buried in the slough, like my porno, like my ex porno videos. You know what I mean? Like I just hide that stuff in there, put a little wampum in there too, you know? <laughs> well, okay. So they're, they're so, driving around. They went and got pizza. They're still inebriated. Yeah. They got the pizza and they were pulling out of the shopping center to go onto the road that is along, that runs along the Griffin road or Griffin canal. And a car hit her because she pulled out in front of the car. And the car, her car goes into the canal. So she, the people who hit her and pushed her into the canal stopped and jumped in because they obviously were like, oh my goodness, there's people in that car. They got the boyfriend out, but they couldn't get her seatbelt off. So the guy had to go back up for air and come back down. And she stayed underwater a little longer than um, her body would allow. So Mm. she, they got her out of the water. She went to the hospital. Her mom was there and saw the news report. And showed the video of the car that pushed her into the canal. And it was a teal green Camaro with teal green rims like her brother's that they no longer own because her brother had passed away four years prior. Was it his car? That's what I want to ask. Like, was it the exact? I don't think it was the exact car. I don't think they even looked into it. But that's when when they saw that it was when they decided to take her off life support. Mm. They're like, yeah, this is meant to be type of thing. Yeah, her brother wants her. Ay, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's a it's a crazy freaking story. But I mean, going into like the Native American kind of influence on this. Uh, but first, let's let's go back to the slides here because this is um, interesting info right here at the top. So, we went one, two, three, four, five. All the way down the street here, right? And you yeah. were you were like sitting at the edge, like, oh my god, I'm next. Yeah. Or your best yeah. friend was like, um, which one's it going to be? Do you want to flip a coin yeah. or something? Yeah, it was awful. Well, I was already past nineteen at that age because my boyfriend was nineteen and he was a month younger than me. So I gotcha. But my brother was not. <laughs> okay. So it was very worrisome, and my brother was very smart, but he's very dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we all I, did things. <laughs> I know how that goes. And so yeah. now if we go back to the uh, the Indian or the Native American stuff, right? So you said there was a battle, this second yeah. seminal battle here. Let me just make this big here. So tell me about this battle and why you think this like really tainted the road here. 
So as you can see in the little map diagram at the top, there's the mm -hmm. star. As that shows where this battle occurred on the Pine Island Ridge. The little arrow is my street. Oh, wow. That okay. is a, a mile away from where I grew up. So right now, that's a big, you cannot, obviously, you can't build anything on that area. It's just a walking path. You can walk on it and stuff like that. It's a big hill. It's actually the largest, <laughs> the highest point in Broward County. <laughs> and what it's is like this, this Pine high. Island Ridge? Pine Island Ridge, yeah. This little thing over here in this lower right-hand corner? <laughs> yeah, but that's why that's where the war was, because back in the day, that was all Everglades. So that was underwater, except for those points where the trees are. Mm, I get you. Yeah. So um, the this is back before Cooper City was even built, obviously. This is a long time ago. So William Lauderdale was the, the, the general who came and he set up shop in Fort Lauderdale. Obviously, that's where the name Fort Lauderdale came from. Um, they, Broward and a guy named Davey and a, Mr. Broward, whoever these people were, they founded Broward County. They dredged the Everglades and they made it so that you could build land and be, it be a habitable place. So mm -hmm. while they were doing all of that, obviously they were running out the Indians, running the Indians out of their territory and such where they couldn't live here. Okay. So um, when the Indians first met the white settlers, they were not um, afraid of each other. They, as I was telling you earlier, there's that canal that runs all the way down towards the intercoastal and gets towards the the ocean. And they would canoe down there and trade with the settlers. They would trade fruit and anything that they had made, like canoes and stuff like that, that the mm -hmm. settlers didn't have. So um, the one night when this happened, where there was the war, they were kind of ambushed. They were unaware that there was going to be this giant war, but then they became, it became the biggest war, as you can see, it was the most expensive war in Florida for the Seminole Indians and the soldiers. So uh, they, I think that I feel or hear the residual energy of them going to war because if they lived in the Everglades, they had to walk past my parents' streets to get to that ridge. Okay, so let's take a look at that real quick because uh, that's what I was... I was like, okay, so the war took place on yonder, but <laughs> hold on a second here. Uh, where the heck did it go? It's right here. Right there. So if if the war took place right where this star is, yes. your street is down here past this large road. I mean, obviously, all of these roads didn't exist back in the day. Right. So this that large road is Griffin Road and the canal that runs along it is the Griffin Road Canal. And that is the canal that they would take from the Everglades all the way over to the ocean. They used to take that canal to the ocean every couple of weeks just to shower. Oh, wow. OK. Yes. So this canal was a vital part of their existence, regardless so of the down like where the street was built that you lived on is does that like a burial ground do you think i well this is my opinion if that was one of the largest wars it didn't happen smack dab where that star is yeah it had to have spread out a little bit this place and i live in the surrounding area so maybe the soldiers fled you know to that area and they passed away there or I'm not sure, but I do definitely think that there's residual energy there and that I hear them going to war. Mm. 
Well, I did. I don't live there anymore, but that is okay. what I think. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I mean, that makes total sense because, and why yeah. is it, you know what I mean? Why is it always like Native American stuff that ends well, up being ghosts and hauntings and... Right. Yeah. And I think that there might be a curse. I think that's where the curse comes from, that maybe there is some really, not only did I hear the residual energy of them going to war, but I also all think that all of those people might be like, had experienced something. So at one point I was working at the Hollywood improv and I would work until like 11 o'clock at night, come home, sometimes work later, but this was like 11 o'clock at night, night. So I get home and I walk into my parents' house and um, Jimmy and Anthony had already passed away at this point. I'm not sure if Lindsay had passed away yet. I don't remember, but Jimmy had definitely and Anthony had definitely passed away. So I walk into my parents' house and when you go into my parents' house, there's a long hallway straight ahead. The living room is to the left. The dining room is off to the living room and then their bedroom is off that area. So I see something walking from the kitchen to my parents' room. And it all happened so quick. Me opening the door, seeing something walking. And I go, hey, dad, because it was a male shape. I saw immediately it was a human male shape walking. Mm -hmm. And the thing immediately flipped its head so fast to look at me. And it had red eyes. And when I realized this at that immediate, like all of this is happening so quick. What? It was like, yeah, it was clear, like milky, but not, not like, and it was glowing from the outside, but not like touched by an angel. That show with Reba McIntyre, oh, yeah. where the the thing is like glowing from behind. It wasn't. Oh, like bless that. your was... heart and your red eyes. <laughs> okay. It was more like a an iridescent glow around the those the shape of the thing, and you could kind of see through it. And it was like kind of like a hazy milk, mm. and it stopped. I couldn't see. I could see from the shoulder to the elbow, and then it kind of faded. And I could see from the like the hip to the knee and then it faded and I could see all between there. And it was a male figure wearing a wife beater and jean shorts, which, you know, back oh, in that day. That you, boy. Like, so you saw Kid Rock. Kid Rock was in your house? Yeah. <laughs> okay. But he looked, Jimmy and Anthony looked very similar. So at first I was scared. Oh my gosh, is it one of them? But the red eyes really terrified me. I don't know what it is. But I screamed so loud and slammed the door. And when I opened it back up, it was gone. So like, who do you think that was? I don't know if it was a demon taking the, the shape and form of one of them to get my attention or what, but it looked like I startled it. From my opinion, I startled it, flipped its head so fast. That was scary. But I always felt uneasy sleeping at my parents' house and I grew up there my entire life. Mm -hmm. And I felt laying on the bed before, like things walking across my feet. Wow. Yeah. <sighs> Well, so here's the deal is like, if this was a curse that the Native Americans placed on the white man, you know what I mean? Regardless of whoever lives there, it, le it sounds like they put it, the curse on the land. And yes, so it's like who, whoever inhabits that land going forward, someone's going to have to die. You know what I mean? Right, right. And so they were building a community on the ridge, on Pine Island Ridge, and they went to go build a clubhouse or something. And they found Indian artifacts and they had archaeologists come out. And it was this big thing. My mom took my brother and my sister and I, and we watched them like, you know, dust off the bones and the artifacts. And it was really actually a very interesting moment. But I feel like 
that might have disturbed a lot of energy. Okay. However, the first two boys had already passed at that time. Yeah. Well, and that's another thing is like um, the curse doesn't sound like it can be disturbed. Like it, it sounds like it had to be fulfilled and that's the only yeah. way you can end it. You know what I mean? Well, and the, the wild thing about it is Gina, my best friend who I told you who lived across the street from me and then moved away. Her mom grew up on the street perpendicular to my street. Oh, so yeah. you have to drive on her street and then turn onto my street. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, that whole entire area is now like million dollar homes. They've taken all of the, cause it used to be just farmland and horses and stuff. Mm-hmm. And now it's all million dollar homes. And the only property still remaining is Gina's mom's property, which is pretty cool. But um, so Gina's mom's brother, who was also 19, fell asleep at the wheel and passed away in the canal, that Griffin Road canal that I was talking, where Lindsay passed away. So how many of the 19-year-olds died in cars or because of cars? Lindsay, Anthony, Jimmy, Elliot, and that's it. So four out of the six on your street, but then there was other people too, like, uh, you know what I mean, like... um, who's yeah. who was it your your mom's uh, wait no whose was it mom's brother yes there we go so it's like there's there's i wonder if this is happening in other places too around that same location i i well cooper city we i know so many people that have passed away so i have buried so many friends um for all sorts of reasons, but they have all, you know, a lot of them were when we were younger, but not when we were 19, but Cooper city definitely has something going on there. There well, are way too many young deaths in that area. Did you find anything about the number 19 and why maybe that's, that has some significance? Oh, I, I did a lot of research and I was looking for something. The only thing I can think is that would be in the age that they would go to war. You would send, you know, just like our soldiers, mm. they're 18. And the young fit ones go first, you know, and I can, I, I just feel like it has something to do with that. It has something mm. to do with the, the age of a young soldier or something. I get you. But I will find out more when we go ghost hunting. So when, <laughs> when is this ghost hunting event happening? I, I don't know yet. I haven't planned it, but I know that they're waiting for me to be able to take some time away from the baby. And Okay. Well, just be careful. Not, you don't want any I, evil spirits falling you back. You know what I mean? Well, and that's why we haven't done it. When they found out I was pregnant, they were like, okay, we're not doing this right now. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's yeah. go back to this presentation real quick because um, okay. we basically covered the bases as far as all the houses and um, the individuals who died. Um, this was the first death, and this is the house that you were talking about with the slanted roof. Yeah. Like, my God. I know. What, what a roof. Is that even house. a roof? That's just a wall. I know, but it has shingles on it. A wall with shingles. (laughs) That's so weird. It's like, what's the point? AJ and Lauren were like, what is that thing? (laughs) Yeah, that is bizarre. I've never seen that. But this is, uh, this is Christy. This is Peter. So, um, Christy died from the, uh, at the park, right? At the circus or not the circus, but the, the fair. Peter was the the man who was shot by his friend. Yeah, unfortunately. Okay. And then this was, is this Pierre or, or is this Peter? 
Oh, that it, I'm sorry. I misspelled that. It should have said Peter. It says across across the street from Peter. Oh, okay. I don't so, know the name of this kid. <laughs> gotcha. So this is the one who died in the shower, right? Yes. Yes. I get you. Okay, and then death number three, Elliot. And yes. then how did Elliot die again? This is the... he was driving in the truck and didn't have a seatbelt on, and they got into the car accident. And That's right. The Hit the tree. Okay. And then here we are. This is Jimmy, Big Jimmy. This yeah, is the car. That's, yep, that's the car. And that's Gino's little brother on, on Jimmy's shoulders in that picture. Dango, dude. That's a freaking slick looking mobile right there. Isn't it? And the craziest thing is, so when I Google that picture, if you scroll up a little bit, you can see an angel on the, see that? Yeah. Weird, right? That is very weird. It's like a wicked angel too, like all made out of freaking wood and shit. Right? But it's so weird because there's not many pictures. I mean, I, that Camaro is very rare. And then I pull that up and there's an angel in the picture. I was like, whoa, that's crazy. So this is Jimmy's little brother? That's Jim, Gina's little brother. Gina's that's the house brother. that he moved into when he was in love with Gina and was living with them but never told her. I get So you. he shared a room with that little boy Okay. to live by Gina. I get you. Hmm. And that little boy yeah. never had any implications from this curse? No. Okay, that's good. He's alive and healthy. All right. And so this is Anthony. Yes. So that's my boyfriend who passed away, and that was the boy that was in the car with him. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, so, so that sucks. The- because if this I'm guy sorry. didn't overdose with cocaine, I mean, yeah. Anthony still yeah. would have been alive. So. Yeah. And it, it makes us sound really bad. We weren't really into that stuff. He didn't hang out with us all the time, but it was a birthday party, and he showed up and no, I get you. Yeah. All right. And then, um, so this is the Anthony and his ghost. This is the story. So Red eyed yeah, motherfucker. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Of I like walking the into my house. <laughs> Red eyed motherfucker. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> shit on me, man. So that's like the diagram of my parents' house. So you can understand how I was walking in the door and he was coming from the kitchen to their room. Okay. I get you. And so yeah. you've never seen anything like that afterwards? No, but I always felt things in that house. Okay, and then this is Lindsay. That's Lindsay, and that's the the brother or the that's one of the dogs. I think that might be Maddie's mom that she's kissing. But yeah, my dog's mom, and that's Lindsay. And the crazy thing about her is she was also nineteen, and then no one passed away after her. Yeah, so, so just I kind feel of stopped. Like, yeah, and. Now a bunch of girls live on the street. So I feel like eventually it might start. Maybe this thing happens every 30 years and Mm-mm. might jump to female sex. I don't know. Okay. Now what is this here? So what do okay. we. So this Lindsay, they called her the baby. Okay. So this is where she got into her car accident. So that blue square is where her pizza place was. So she got the pizza from that corner place and then came mm. out onto the road right there and the, was pulling out onto that street, correct, and going into like the way that the star is going that mm-hmm. direction. And they, the person tipped her into the car there. Oh, okay. So she went into that canal. Gotcha. And that's where her car accident. So th- this is crazy. And I don't mean to disrespect the families if they ever hear this, but I, one day was at the uh, hair salon getting my hair done. And my, I don't, when I go to the hair salon, I don't like to talk to the ladies. I just like them to look. Oh, yeah? You know? Shut up, bitch. Yeah. Cut my hair. 
<laughs> yeah, I put headphones in. Like, I just, that's my time to relax and like, you know, wash my hair and make me feel good. And I don't really want to meet and greet. So the lady was talking to the lady getting her hair done in the chair next to me. And they were talking about a ghost on Sterling Road. So Sterling Road is the road that Anthony died on, my, my ex-boyfriend. Okay. So and so down here in that yellow star, yeah, right? Correct. Yes. And so uh, apparently this lady and her husband were leaving the movie theater and going down that road. So they're headed along to go home and they see this lit girl in a prom dress crying on the side of the road. So this area is very rural. It's only stables. It's very equestrian. There's homes in the area, but they live on huge properties. So to get to them, you'd have to walk in like horse pastures to get in, like jump their fences, which are electric. So their animals don't get out. So it's very odd that a girl would be walking down the street at night crying in a prom dress, especially that area. So they, this couple felt so upset about seeing this girl that they turned around at the next place you could turn around. So this is, there's very long shots of very narrow straight road. So they got to the next place, turned around, went back and she was gone, which is pretty much impossible because as I said, you're in humongous horse land and she was gone. Yeah. Nowhere to be. So the lady was saying, you know, we swear it was a ghost. It was so eerie and blah, blah, blah. Well, the lady doing my hair says, my husband and I saw her. She's crying and her hair is disheveled and it's a yellow prom dress. And the lady was like, yes, it's yes. Mm. And they said that she was walking in the same direction. So these two people saw that. And I'm sitting there and I'm going, where was this? And she said, on Sterling Road, when you pass the stop sign, which is where my boyfriend passed away. Yeah. They never understood why he was going so fast on a straight road and then veered. They they never, we never understood that. I mean, he hit that bridge so hard, it smushed the entire truck. So you're so, thinking maybe he saw that girl and swerved. That, that's what I think. I think, I used to think it was an animal. Maybe he saw an animal that got out. Because if it was a raccoon, you, I was thinking to myself, he would have just ran the raccoon over. If you're saving someone's life, you're not going to stop for a raccoon. Mm-hmm. But a person... You'll swerve for a human. So yeah, maybe, maybe. And then it was even crazier because the lady continues to tell me that there's also a girl who floats above the Griffin Road Canal, which is where Lindsay went in. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's just like, what are the odds? You know what I mean? And it was there. So it was, was that the accident was, uh, did somebody swerve off the road and hit Lindsay because of that? You know, did they see a ghost too? Like the old man that supposedly didn't stop or whoever was in that Camaro. Right. 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 I think hers was more a bit of a, she was intoxicated, but very well could have been. Yeah. Yeah, the, The stuff that gets me is just like the sick, the sequential part of it where it all leads down the road. And then it kind yeah. of, it goes, you know, it's a cul-de-sac. So it does the loop-de-loop around you guys, like avoids you, and then comes yeah. back to Lindsay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I've, her parents, ugh, I feel yeah. so bad for her parents. They have um, one remaining daughter, and she's a beautiful soul. And she's but, older than 19. Yeah. Yeah. She was the oldest sister. Okay. So she That's lost good. Both- all right, so let's let's take one last gander at this thing here because um, you have this this next. Who's this person here? Oh wait, before before I just thought of something. Before I tell you about this story, okay. 
Um, there was a famous model who grew up down the street from me, same street that I live off of, the one that's perpendicular to me. Mm-hmm. Can't think of her name right now. Oh my god, Nikki Taylor. Nikki Taylor. Her, yeah, her sister died. Okay, and her sister was nineteen. I'm not sure, but I just that just popped into my head. I'll Google it later and let you know. But her sister died, and they that was I think either uh, diabetes. Or some some sort of illness that she had at her house and passed away. But that's an also another random death. Just live within one. that area, right? Yeah, she lived in Embassy Lakes, which is right down the street from my house. It was a community close to okay. where we lived. Yeah. Okay. Now going back to the other one. Sorry, I just thought about that. It's I'm all good. You, a lot of crazy deaths. <laughs> it is all okay, good so in the hood. So who's this guy? This one. This is Jimmy Rice. So he was murdered when I would walk home from school. And I don't know why my parents ever let me do that after this kid died. Mm. So this poor, I mean, this, the look at how cute that little boy was. He's 10 oh. years old. He was dismembered. Oh, geez. <laughs> um, so I'm sorry. What'd you say? He was dismembered too. Yes. So he was walking home from school. He just gotten off the bus. And this guy picked him up and he abducted him by gunpoint and um, yeah, just dismembered him, raped him, tortured him and put him in concrete in the planters. And the worst part was he was living in the house with this man's family, like in a house, like in a room, a whole little like structure in the backyard of these people's house. And he did that to to their son. And he poured, so wait, he poured this kid so the the body so he chopped him up into pieces and put him into concrete yeah and then poured the concrete into planters and like stuck plants in them and then put the planters in these people's front yard like oh look i made you planters and so were, was that the parents of this kid yeah so he he oh my god okay yeah yeah and then it was horrible. so how did they ever find the kid I'm not sure. I'm sure they, I don't remember forensic figured it out that it was him who had kidnapped him. They either found something in the room he was staying in or something. I don't remember exactly how they figured it out, but yeah, they figured it out. Oh my dear Lord. Yeah. That was a famous story that happened in the nineties. And that was very, that happened around the Adam Walsh days. Cause Adam Walsh was murdered by where I live, by where I grew up. Okay. So yeah. So uh, Adam Walsh and Jimmy Rice died around the same time. And now this one, The Murder of Bobby Kent. Yeah, so this book was called Bully. So these kids, some of them went to my high school. So the high school I went to uh, had a hooker ring in it. Oh, one of the teachers. That's yeah, nice. they called it They called it Hooker High for a long time. That was the nickname of my high school. <laughs> oh, got high school uh, the teacher, teacher took to a whole new level. I know. The teacher, the teacher would hide the girls in the trunk and then like drive them out of the parking lot. Oh my dear so, lord! I know. So anyway, so a couple of these kids went to my school and they lived in Cooper City, right along the border of Cooper City, and um, they were all like a couple of them were a couple dating each other, and this Bobby Kent was supposedly a bully, and he made everybody feel really little and small and was like not a nice person or whatever. So. This group of kids, they plotted to murder him. So they took him out to the Everglades and beat him with a bat and then left him there to die to eat for the alligators to eat them. But that is a book that you could buy and read. And I had to read it in high school. (laughs) Uh I had to read it 
yeah, weird, right? But they also made a movie about it. The movie has terrible acting. But um, one of my friends was in the movie because they were acting, asking locals to be like extras. So my friend's on the phone and makes a phone call in the movie. And they filmed it in Cooper City where our Pizza Hut and our Blockbuster was and stuff like that. Because they go to the little shopping center in the story. And so they filmed it. it was, that's a okay. little cool thing about so <laughs> did, another death in my so neighborhood. Did Bobby get eaten by the alligators or did he... Uh... Basically, no, just get beat to found, death. someone found his body before the alligators got to him. And that's how they found out that they, you know, the police got back to the kids and they were all arrested, but they're all out of jail too. Nuts. I think they are all out of jail at this point. This is a nuts story. So, I mean, what, I, what's the plan going forward? So this is called Someplace Special. Cooper City is, uh, Cooper City is called Someplace Special. Holy and we have moly. a sister city in Ireland and our sign is there that says sister city with cooper city someplace special. in ireland you do yeah and a lot of people from cooper city go there and take a picture with it it's near kilkenny ireland kilkenny. <laughs> or maybe it is kilkenny maybe it is that might be our sister city i'm not sure but that's a little snapple fun fact for you i get you okay <laughs> so um yeah it was a it was a wild you know going to funerals every couple of years was hard as a kid but yeah, We're that's all, nuts. All the, the I mean, because like when I when I was a kid, you know, like uh, getting out of high school, going into college, you'd have every couple of years you'd have a wedding, not a funeral. You know what I mean? So this yeah. one seems seems like a tough road to live on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it was. And uh, all of us that are still lucky enough to have survived, um, we're very close still because we all experienced something that other people don't really understand the loss is was hard yeah for sure and so like moving forward when you go do the uh the ghost adventure here (laughs) like what are we what's it called who's the group that you go with uh war party paranormal war party okay yeah they have a youtube channel too and they'll i'm sure record some of it or we'll get in touch i'll i'm gonna reach out to them and see what they want to do i know they're busy doing a bunch of stuff and they have families too just like you guys so gotcha they squeeze me in when they can but the kid who is on the show his name is armando he went to high school with me and he personally knew anthony so he's invested Uh, in this personally as well wow okay so what's the goal then when you guys go back what are you uh are you trying to communicate with somebody or communicate with i i mean if they communicated with people that would be interesting i don't really want to communicate with anthony because i think that would hurt too much but i want to know if there's indians for sure percent. i really yeah. it's just very interested in hearing about the land i yeah. think it's the land hopefully all of those people have passed on but i am very interested to do the land so we're going to go to my parents street and then we're going to go to the scene, Anthony's scene and Lindsay's scene. Gotcha. Okay. So we well, can see if something happens. Yeah. Hopefully you get some answers. You know what I mean? As far as, uh, so with the, uh, the native American Indian thing, was that just came from a dream, right? That and the, yeah. uh, the battle and everything. Right. So, well, I didn't have any dreams of the battle. It, I would just hear like, I have in, really bad anxiety as a kid. So trying to fall asleep, and like being on that verge of sleep where you're just in and out of it, I would mm-hmm. hear that, oh, whoa, 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 oh, whoa, whoa. And I would be too scared to get up and run in my pants room. And this is before you even knew that there was like an Indian battle there, right? Oh, yeah. This <laughs> so, is when I was really little. Yeah. Like very little. 
Yikes. So I understand it. Yeah. And my parents didn't understand it. And then when I was, I didn't even remember it. When I was reading my mom, the, the history of the Seminole Indian War and what's going on on the ridge and stuff, because my mom knows a lot, a lot about the county. She's very knowledgeable, knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. So I was talking to her to make sure that the history that I was reading was correct. And she was saying, you know, you used to have this dream where the Indians would come walking down the street. And I was like, oh, my gosh, mom, really? And she's like, yeah, it was weird. I'm like, she's not connecting it. <laughs> Jeez, uh... Yeah, All right. well, yeah, I mean, hopefully you can find out some more information, maybe about the number 19, maybe about like, uh, yeah. wh- who, what, did you know what the tribe of Native Americans that lived there were called? Seminole. The Seminole. Seminole maybe yes. look into some of the, uh, the curses that they would put on people. I don't know. Like maybe there's some. I actually haven't done that. That's a really good idea. I don't know why I didn't think of that. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Maybe I, there's something to it. And I'm maybe there's a. Maybe there's a way to get out of this whole curse. And, you know, you can uh, go like light up some sage when you go ghost hunting, you know, like <laughs> cleanse the the area. I don't know. Yeah, I so. did. I brought sage. We went with them before and Jason saw some creepy stuff and I heard a growl, which one of the other girls heard when we were leaving. It was creepy. It was mm. very creepy, okay. but I'll take video for you. Yeah, well, and keep we'll it safe. Keep it safe. You know, we don't want to bring anything home. And then also, yeah, just uh, keep me informed. See what, you know, you find out as far as number 19, curses, all this shit. So fascinating story. Um, Hopefully everybody is safe now. Hopefully the curse is over. You know, I'm knocking on wood. But yeah, let's uh, keep in touch and let me know what you find out. I sure will. Thank you for having me. Hell yeah, Whitney. Excellent story and excellent uh, time having you on. So thank you so much. And then until next time, everybody, sayonara. Bye. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.